This is the Six Man Show, a brand new Orlando Magic podcast with your hosts, Will Robles and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball by fans for fans. Go Magic! What's going on, Magic fans? This is once again the Six Man Show. Right now, it's Saturday night, right after we just beat the Pacers to reclaim that eighth spot. We're now a half game above the Charlotte Hornets. So we're coming with you guys here. We've got a updated logo, brand new intro, outro song. We're feeling pretty good about the win last couple games here. Really quick before we get started here, we just want to thank you guys, everybody, for listening you know, downloading the show, leaving your feedback. The response so far has just been so much more than we anticipated. Yeah, we really appreciate all the support, our friends, family that's been listening, pushing this uh, podcast to everybody that they know. So thank you very much. Yeah, just thank you guys. And we're just really excited to keeping this thing going. So tonight we're going to go ahead. We're going to recap the, the previous four games from this week, starting with the Toronto Raptors last Sunday. We'll talk very very briefly about that disaster tragedy of a loss um against the Knicks from Tuesday night and then we'll go ahead we'll talk about the the huge wins over the Golden State Warriors don't care if they didn't have Kevin Durant <laughs> still the freaking Warriors and tonight the Pacers I don't care if they don't have Victor Oladipo they didn't have Sabonis either but it doesn't Sabonis. matter it's still the Pacers it's so. still the Pacers yeah. let's get right into this Will uh, we're going to go ahead. We're going to start talking about the Toronto Raptors here. So just a little bit of a lead up into this game. The last time that we played them back on December 28th, big magic win. That was, if you remember, Vooch's 30 and, and 20 game that uh, you got a decent amount of press coverage for. Yeah. They actually ended up taking one of those rebounds away, giving it to Aaron Gordon afterward. <laughs> Aaron Gordon tried to try to give him that. He's like, nah, that, that's his <laughs> rebound. He can have that. Uh, let him have that back. So, but coming into this past Sunday's game, the Raptors did not have their uh, all-star, all-NBA player Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have Kawhi Leonard. But coming into the game, um, you know, he's been sitting out for the quote-unquote <laughs> load management. That that's like a new thing this year. We forever we've called it called it rest, but now we're calling it load management. It's yeah, become kind of a joke. Yeah, that that term is is fairly new this year. Yeah. Yeah. So, but coming into the game, these Raptors, they're still a great team. Pascal Siakam, Marcus Gasol, Kyle, Kyle Lowry, Lowry, they still have a bunch yep. of guys. They're 13-3 and three coming into this yeah, game. Ibaka. Ibaka. So, 13-3 and three coming into this game without Kawhi. Magic were also without Isaiah, Isaiah Briscoe, excuse me, who was out with a concussion. So, uh, also, the second unit was the, the Jaron Grant show. Yeah, Mo Bamba. He's still out yeah, too. So Mo Bamba, we still have. I don't really think we have any timetable yet on, on yeah, when Mo's going to so. come back. Same with Markel Fultz. We're still waiting for him to make his Magic debut. So beginning of this game, Jonathan Isaac got into a little bit of early foul trouble, but the the savvy coach Steve Clifford, Jonathan Isaac, still kind of I guess we're calling this his rookie year, but he trusted his rookie, I guess you could say, to stay in there, played smart, stayed out of foul trouble. Great first quarter for the Magic. Up 10 at the end of the first. Toronto kind of fought back in the second. This is kind of a joke on you know Magic Reddit, Magic Twitter, is that we always have these role players that seem to kill us. So in this <laughs> game, Jody Meeks comes out 
hit like two quick threes, yeah. hit another few shots, yeah. had like 10 points in the second quarter. So at the half, Magic were only up, what was that, 53-50 to 50 at the end of the first half. Magic come out, they have a pretty solid third quarter. We're up by nine going into the fourth. Kyle Lowry tried to take over a few times, but the Magic just wouldn't quite let go of the lead. That reminds me, something I, I realized <laughs> watching this game, I cannot stand Kyle Lowry. Part of it is just he's such a crybaby, and it was like every single time he would either get called for a foul yeah. or miss a shot, immediately would go to the refs crying about why he's not getting this call or that call. I mean, that's probably part of the reason they lost by 15 is <laughs> he wasn't playing any defense or anything. So I, I But I do think part of it is that. <laughs> uh, also, like, he's just a little chubby, fluffy-haired little guy, and I just don't like his oh, face. Man. I just I just don't know what it is about Kyle Lowry. I have this thing where I just usually don't like whoever we're playing their best player. I just that night I just can't stand them. Yeah. But I I really just don't like Kyle Lowry. Anyways, Magic ended up closing out Toronto with a f- strong fourth quarter, won that game 113 to 98. Jerry and Grant surprisingly was not entirely awful with Briscoe out played really well. 7 points, 7 assists, 3 rebounds in about 21 minutes. Terrence Ross, another human torch oh, yeah. night. Terrence Ross killed his old team again. 28 yeah. points visiting his, once again, old team Toronto Raptors. T- typical boring Vooch game, you know, no big deal. Just 23 points, 12 rebounds. Yeah, that's it. You know, No, no big deal. Nothing. Magic end up winning 113-98. to Post game, you know, Steve Clifford was talking about that this was basically as good of a game that, that they had played offensively and defensively the entire game even talked a little bit about how Jerry and Grant was pretty impressive you know for not really being in the rotation for a little bit the one thing I did want to bring up about this game is just the fact that this current streak that started what about three weeks ago maybe 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 a month month now just the team just seems reinvigorated yeah I would say since the new year since 2019 started we, it just feels like they're playing with new energy. It seems like the guys are just having a lot of fun, and it was evident in the post-game locker room. I have some quotes from Evan Fournier here. He was saying that the focus was great. You know, We bounced back from the Chicago uh, game. We really needed to play this way. We need to play this way every single night. About halfway through his interview, you hear this, <laughs> this mumbling in the background. Evan's sitting there, no shirt, <laughs> turns, and it just starts talking about you know, Vooch is a really bad singer. The camera pans over to Vooch. Vooch is just standing there in his <laughs> towel, <laughs> just no shirt. no shirt. So it's just yeah. these two European dudes sitting in the locker room after the game, no shirt on. And then for some reason, Vooch just starts talking about Evan's tan, how Vooch can go out in the sun for a I week, mean, get absolutely nothing. Yeah. Vooch we- goes out there. I mean, Evan goes out there 10 minutes, has this great tan. Yeah, we talked about it the last podcast that Evans Tan coming back is, from the All Star break yeah, it was ridiculous. And then after that, you've even got um, Terrence Roster and his post game interview, Mo Bamba coming over with the uh, with the Gatorade bottle, just putting his face like it's a mic. So it's just great to see these guys having fun. So another thing that I did want to mention, though, for anybody out there that hasn't subscribed or doesn't have a subscription to the Athletic, it's still relatively new this service where it's basically all of these beat writers it's a paid subscription but the content is just fantastic now the reason that i bring this up is that for me at least the only reason i got the athletic was to follow josh robbins he used to write for the orlando sentinel yeah now he's writing for the athletic 
he wrote this piece on Terrence Ross. And just to read, Josh, I feel like it's worth to, to have the athletic subscription. Disclaimer, we don't have any kind of sponsorship no, yeah. or anything like no that with the athletic. I'm, I'm just a fan of Josh Robbins. So he wrote this piece after the Toronto game that he, he actually gave a little bit of credit to Blake Murphy for contributing to the piece. But it was about Terrence Ross and his shot-making ability. You know, last year he missed a lot of games with the right knee injury. Yeah, he did. And he was yeah. talking about while he was rehabbing the knee injury, how he would just have these intense workouts at the Amway Center that almost nobody was at the Amway yeah, Center during this the, summer. During the summer, yeah. More than, more than Terrence Ross. And he would actually place a lid with a hole in it over the basket so that when he shot that he would have to create more arc on his shot so that it would drop through that smaller hole yeah. on the rim. Like, do you know how in- insane that is? Dude, that's crazy. Th- that he would, the reason that he said that he did this is so that he could get the same amount of lift on his shots in the fourth quarter when he's tired, when he's exhausted, yeah. so that it would be just like he's shooting in the first quarter. So it's yeah. stuff like that, that that makes this guy, you know, that yeah. everybody's chanting for the the lifetime contract so far. He's the only guy on the team that's also played all 64 games. And when you look at it, like he's been hitting all these threes in the fourth quarter and they've yeah. been swish, swish. So you can you can definitely tell he's been putting in that work during the summer and it's paying off now. Absolutely, absolutely. So next we're going to go ahead just briefly talk about the Knicks here if you're ready to 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 go into that. Yeah, let's do it. So solid first quarter, you know, we had good ball movement. We were up early. The guys let off the gas for a couple of minutes, but we finished the first quarter strong. Magic were up 34 to 20. It felt like a one of these games where we're playing a, you know, inferior opponent and that we should just blow them out. Like it felt like we were a legitimate playoff team. But the major story about the night that we played against the Knicks Tuesday was the second unit. So our bench was outscored 75 to 7. Terrence Ross our main bucket getter off of the bench. He was one of 10 from the floor. So the Magic, we were up 12 heading into the fourth quarter, and basically the, the Knicks went on a 13-30 a to 30 run in that fourth quarter. We ended up losing 103-98. to 98. Quick stat that I saw online about this, with that this is the 17th time this season that the Magic have lost after leading by 10 or more points at any point during the game. Yeah, that that game kind of killed our momentum too because we had who went off on us, Robinson, another guy that's just one of those players that not a lot of people know about. Yeah, and seventeen point six blocks. Yeah, he just goes off on us, getting rebounds and stuff like that. So, well, you can just kind of go down the list here. I mean, Emmanuel Mudiay, nineteen points. Henry Ellenson, whoever that guy is, yeah, 13, thirteen points. points. Alonzo Trier, eighteen, 18 points. points. So. This is basically like a glorified G League team that we're playing that we should have no problem. But this is kind of, you know, Steve Clifford has talked about that we need to, we more so need to play up to our competition and, and just. Yeah. So we, we can't continue to play, you know, looking down on teams like Phoenix and Atlanta just because they're not playoff teams. We need to treat all the teams the same. If it's Golden State, if it's Oklahoma City, if it's the Knicks, like we got to. That's what coach was saying. Just we got to treat every game the same. Any team can get beat any given night. It's the NBA. They're all pros. So, well, Vooch in this game ended up with 26 points and let's see 11 rebounds. So that's that's basically on par for Vooch now. It's just kind of yeah. It's one just, of the it's, this guy trots out just every single night. You know what you're getting from him. Exactly. One that's really one of the only things that we've really been able to bank on. Him and Terrence Ross, Aaron Gordon is going to come out give you. 
probably you know 15 16 yeah, points probably seven or eight rebounds but those three guys we've just been able to count on them but basically night in and night out so far this season yeah it just sucks that we give up in the second quarter we give up 36 points to the knicks and they're the, they're the knicks i don't even know how many games they've won this year maybe 12 13 games coming yeah yeah, com- yeah after coming this game, yeah after that game a- yeah they were 13 and 48 after after yeah, losing yeah definitely game. not a team that we should be losing to so like you're saying though you know we've just got to come out this this team has not proved anything yet yeah you can't you basically can't come out and say oh we're playing the knicks like, yeah exactly you're the you're the magic have we had any national tele- televised games this year i'd don't think we've had any because nobody cares. Year. Nobody cares about the magic, and I yeah. and I know these guys have sh- now showed us that they were going to bounce back from this game. But at the moment, you're just like, well, what the what the heck is going on? Why yeah. why is it that we come out and we beat Milwaukee, Toronto, but we lose to Chicago and we lose to the Knicks? Yeah, it's it's weird. You know, tomorrow night we play Cleveland, so hopefully we get that win and we treat them like a team like that's an NBA team. Yeah, like a team that just went to the finals last summer. You know, even though they're not minus, good, minus LeBron, but minus LeBron, but you know, we still have to look at them and be like, they're still a professional team and play them like any other team. Another stat that I saw after this game that I thought was pretty interesting. This m- might have changed by now, but John Schumann tweeted out that lineups that have played the most clutch minutes this season, and clutch minutes basically meaning that five minutes or less, you know, in the game that the game is within five or less points. So five or less points within the last five minutes. So Orlando's lineup actually leads the entire league with this, with the, the crunch time lineup of DJ, Evan, Terrence, Aaron Gordon, and Nick Vucevic with 63 minutes. So it just goes to show you that we rarely get blown out. Yeah. But we don't really blow teams out either. Almost yeah. almost every single night with this game, it, you feel like you're going to have a heart attack. Yeah, I, it's, I it's love been it. Getting too close. Yeah, I love when we had games like the, uh, the quote unquote Valentine's Day massacre that we just oh, yeah. smoked out the Hornets. Where you know midway through the third quarter, you're like, you know what, we got this one in the bag tonight. So thankfully, we can just leave this Knicks loss in the rear view. Let's go on and talk about the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. So the beginning of this game, the Magic were legitimately taking the Warriors out of their offense. Yeah, the Warriors, they were missing some shots, but some good looks. But the Magic were forcing them into tough shots. Really early on, the only reason that the Warriors were still in this game was a guy, I don't know if you've heard of him, but his name's Steph Curry. Oh, that guy, yeah. heard of that guy? Yeah, Yeah, he's pretty good. I think I've heard of him. But in the second quarter, the ball movement really slowed down for the Magic. The game became very physical, both ends of the floor. Uh, We had a pretty good closeout to that first half. Big Aaron Gordon buzzer beater took an eight point lead into the half. The second half though, the third quarter, we know these warriors, you know, the last four or five years, that's, that's their quarter. This is, this is where the switch flips. Yeah. That's where if you will, their intensity just is on another level compared to any other team in the uh, league. Yeah. And coming into this game, they don't have Kevin Durant. They're coming off of the back to back for golden state, you know, coming off of that, the magic needed to take advantage of them coming off of that buzzer beater, um, game winner that Wade hit um, the night before on Wednesday night and just take advantage of them being gas, so, you know, using all their, their energy to keep that game close and stuff like that. And in the first half, it really felt like they were doing that. Once again, they were doing a good job. 
The defensive rotations seemed on time. Guys were knocking down shots, but let's get back to this third quarter here. That's when our ball movement really seemed to stop, and that's when our defensive breakdowns really started. Even Vooch, you know, a guy that usually has a pretty stoic, amiable demeanor, even got teed up because he was just tired of getting yeah, he did. manhandled by Boogie Cousins. And Boogie Cousins is no joke. No, he's he's, no, a, big he's dude. a big guy. He's a big dude. He he was just throwing Vooch out of the way like he was a rag doll. Yeah. Basically, that third and quarter. DeMarcus Cousins didn't play the night before. so he was. That, oh, he rested the yeah, night he before. Was well so rested. he was fresh. He was ready to go. That third quarter, Boogie and Curry took over a little bit. And at times in that third quarter, we've talked about this in the past, these Amway crowds, especially when these big teams come into town, sometimes it feels like it's a magic away game. You're yeah. at the arena. Yeah, and we've been to a Golden State game before where it it definitely felt like there was more Golden State fans oh, yeah. than Magic fans. So for this game, to see them, see the Magic start pulling away and yeah. to hear the crowd through the TV was a good feeling. It was. That crowd, however, started to cheer louder and louder for the Warriors early in the fourth. Warriors basically go up. They get the lead to as high as 13, 13. early in that fourth quarter. And once again, it just felt like, okay, we come out, smack Toronto, then we lose to the Knicks. We're playing well against the Warriors, and it's like, oh, no, here we go again. You know, we've seen this movie before. We've worn that T-shirt. What's going on? Yeah, and then out of nowhere, Ross has some big threes. The human torch. Yeah, the human torch just has some big threes. And next thing you know, it's a five-point game with eight minutes left. And then we're we're down 92-94. to Yeah. Aaron Gordon hits the huge three. Very next play, DJ blows by Steph. We go up five. I think the Warriors come back down. They get an easy layup, trim it back down to three points. That was when Vooch came down, tried to go over. I think it was his right shoulder for that little hook shot comes off the rim. Aaron gets it, tips it back in. We went up five. Get the ball back. Warriors miss their their shot at the other end. Aaron gets fouled as time's winding down. Yeah, and... Hits two free hits throws big, to ice the game. Big free throws. Magic free beat throws. the Golden State Warriors 103-96. to Their first win since 2012 against Golden State. Big win. Also got great minutes out of Isaiah Briscoe as he's coming back off of that injury from that concussion where he missed two games. In this game, Aaron Gordon, 22 points, 15 rebounds. As consistent as Aaron has been this year, I felt early in the season he was having some better rebounding numbers you know we can basically count on Vooch to get you usually anywhere from 11 to, to 15 16 yeah for sure close to 20 rebounds and Aaron it feels like we can count on him to get eight or nine but the more games that he has like this 15 rebounds we're really able to yeah. control the glass it's just going to be better and the, better for us the thing with Aaron is when he plays aggressively that's when we win like for this game he scored 22 points but he was just on the glass. He was going every. He wasn't settling for three-point shots. Sometimes he gets too comfortable with that three, and he's a big guy. We've we've I seen agree. him, and he's big, but he's agile. Yeah, he's athletic. He's one of the most athletic players in the league. So for him to just like sometimes settle for a three-point shot when you know he could just take it down to the basket, make an easy layup. Sometimes it's frustrating. It's frustrating. So it's good to see when he puts. He uses all his energy and athleticism, and you know we come out with wins like this. Attacks the rim, this good things happen. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about DJ Augustin in this game. DJ's my height. 
I'm 5'9". I think he's listed at like six foot or six one. I think he's listed at six no. foot. DJ is my height. A couple years ago when I was a season ticket holder, we went to one of these season ticket holder events where you can meet some of the players. And DJ Augustin was doing, like he was at this little station uh, with like a Papa shot, like the little arcade Papa shot that you see at Dave and Buster's or something like that. Yeah. I almost beat him. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. My my wife has video of this. I think we were tied with like two seconds left. DJ went to shoot. His ball bounced off of the rim, bounced behind him, so there was no way he was going to get an, another shot off. I go to take my shot, and this dude just – basically what happened to Evan tonight on that last play where nothing was called and you know the Pacers got the ball back and, yeah. and, and scored, that's what DJ Augustin did to me and then claimed that it wasn't a foul, that it was clean. But that's that's neither I mean, I, I wasn't there, so yeah. I don't know. There's, I don't think there's there's video evidence of that. There there might be, but... But he had two huge blocks on Steph Curry in this game. Yeah, he did. Two absolutely huge blocks. So, Steph scored 33 points tonight, but on 33 shots. So, the guys did a great job of, once again, forcing Golden State into tough shots the whole night. Yeah, him, Steph and, and Clay did not have a good uh, shooting night tonight. Clay going nine for twenty three. Steph was going twelve for thirty three. And then Clay's three point shot was off too. So he was shooting three for twelve and Steph was five for seventeen. So I don't know if like we said before, that Miami game had their legs tired, but their shots the back. Yeah, back. their shots were off. Nick Fridell after this game tweeted out said via ESPN Stats Info. Entering this game, the Warriors were 233-3 and three when leading by at least 13 in the fourth quarter under Steve Kerr. That's a crazy stat. They are now 233-4 and four when leading by at least 13 in the fourth quarter under Steve Kerr. So that's a stat that I guess that would be a, a David Steele, is this anything? That gets a buzzer from the truck in my book. Yeah, definitely. I think it's just such a not only speaks to how well that that this team has been playing but just the fact that last year and the previous five years before that that this is a game that we always lose yeah and we always lose it by you know 20 this, points yeah, this is a, it's a always game a blowout more than likely get blown out by so just a, a great feeling to get the win over the golden state warriors yeah and even earlier in the season you know we played golden state in golden state and it was a close game, but we weren't able to pull it out. So for us to pull this one out shows how much growth we're making, especially this month. Just in this month alone, we've gone eight and three, you know, in the month of February. So that's really good for us. So now we're going to go ahead and talk about tonight's game. Indiana Pacers, the Magic end up pulling out the W117 to 112. Coming into this game, we had lost 10 out of the last 11 against Indiana, and we had lost 19 of the previous 22 games. Beginning of this game, the guys looked prepared, looked like they were ready to rock and roll. You start to wonder, like, man, are we about to blow these guys out? Yeah, we started the, the first quarter up 10. 10 to 0, we started the first quarter. Um, our guys had great ball movement, but they were having trouble with you know moving around the screens and stuff. So. Yeah, that was that was an issue the entire night. Evan was hot early. I think he started four of four, was knocking down a lot of tough shots, up ten to zero, like you said. But the Pacers just kind of started making everything. We had a very solid first quarter, twenty-seven to twenty-seven after one against the Pacers. 
what are they? I believe right now they're either fourth or, or fifth in the Eastern Conference standings. If you would have told me earlier today that we were going to be tied after the first quarter, I absolutely would have taken that. But like you said, basically after that, it was just defensive breakdowns for, for most of the game, specifically with the pick and roll. It was like we were either just a step behind these guys and they were getting open shots or open rolls to the rim off the pick and roll, or we were getting called every single time that we were trying to fight through the screens or over the screens. And when we weren't doing that, Miles Turner was just absolutely manhandling guys, just could not keep his, his hands off of them. Yeah, and Collison was, was playing really good too. Collison also had a had a decent night tonight. Let's see, he, he finishes the night with 23 points. 10 assists. I didn't realize he had 10 assists tonight. Yeah, he went 8 for 12. Yeah, shooting. Collison, Collison so he, had, a, had a great night tonight. He had a big game. But let's talk about DJ Augustine and so, his injury. So DJ Augustine, I think it was the closing couple minutes – of, of the first of the first quarter of this, I'm of sorry, second first first half, second quarter. Yes, the Magic steal the ball. It's thrown ahead to DJ Augustine. He has a wide open layup, and as he goes to plant his right foot to gather for the layup, he just, just his, rolled his, that that it, ankle over. Yeah, it looked like his his foot just gave out on yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. And it, in that moment, when it happened in you know real time, you can't see the the ankle roll. You just see him make the layup and then go down holding his right leg yeah I, I, at that moment I, i'm thinking to myself please god don't let it be an acl i was thinking or acl or the achilles yeah you so. see these non-contact injuries all the time a lot of times they're the worst ones i mean it's kind of fitting that we're talking about indiana victor oladipo yeah a little over a month ago goes to plant that right leg and has his quad rupture so you just never know what can happen. Yeah, so those, at that moment, I think all the Magic fans, you know, kind of lost their breath and were just, you yeah. Know, and the, he's he's been playing, you know, fantastic as of late. And the, the way the, the the entire year, really. Yeah, the way he's been passing that ball too. You just see him. He's he finds ways to get that ball down low or to a cutting man. So for him to get hurt the way he did, you know, it scared all Magic fans. Sometimes he even passes the ball and gets fouled and. Tries to convince the ref that he was going for that little reverse. Oh yeah, layup. like tonight, <laughs> like yeah. tonight. So he actually came back at the the beginning of that third quarter. There tried to get it going a little bit. He looked like he was moving okay, but definitely not with the same lateral motion that he usually has. So Steve Clifford opted to go with Briscoe and Jerry and Grant for the rest of the night. There, one of the things about tonight in that, especially in the second half. This this game felt like it was just moving so slowly. It seemed like every defensive possession that we had that we were getting called for for something, whether it was obviously like a shooting foul yeah. or or holding somebody. Evan got called for grabbing the back of, of one of their players' jerseys. And then once again, it just seemed like if we weren't fighting through that screen, Miles Turner was just trying to make yeah. out with our guys or, or something. <laughs> I don't I don't really yeah. know what was going on with that. The The pick and roll was killing us tonight. They're absolutely. they're killing can't, us with the pick and roll. We can't talk about the the pick and roll enough tonight. Just absolutely shredding us. Miles Turner. Obviously, I don't watch a lot of Pacers games, but I didn't you know really realize, especially in that first quarter, he just kind of as big as he is, you would think he's more of a, a rim runner. But he loves that that pick and pop game, taking those little 15, 18 foot jump shots. Yeah, and he went he went four four of nine tonight. Um, his three-point shot was kind of off. He went 0 for 3. But like you said, that, that pick and pop, he's been pretty good well, at. Well, the funny thing is he had 
eight points in the first quarter only ends up with 10 points for the <laughs> yeah. game. But he added four blocks, so it's not too bad of a night. Yeah, when defensively, you got guys like Darren Collison, you know, Bojan Bogdanovic added, I can't read yeah. my box score 25 here. points. 25 points tonight. So when you've got guys going like that, you know, it really doesn't matter. This game really could have went either way, it seemed like. At one point in the third, the Magic were down by as much as 10. We enter that fourth quarter pretty much going back and forth. And then once again, just like a superhero does, flame (laughs) on. Here comes Terrence Ross with 16 of his 23 points tonight in the fourth quarter. The Magic really stepped up defensively to fight back, take the lead. It was still going back and forth, back and forth. And then all of a sudden, the Magic are up seven with a little bit over a minute left. Then Darren Collison hits a three from the top of the key. We go to inbounds, inbound the ball, and Evan Fournier just just gets mugged, for lack of a better term. Yeah, down low. I think low. it was Thaddeus Young, and it, it might have been Darren Collison right there next to him. But yeah. basically, just both didn't t- make any contact with the ball. No, just they were just hugged Evan yeah, to try to get the him ball, and him. to you know, to, to try to get the the clock stopped. Thaddeus Young ends up ripping that ball away, gets it to Wesley Matthews. He makes a quick layup, cuts the lead to two. Then, basically, Evan just ran a little bit of of an iso, hits a huge three at the top of the key with eight seconds left to give us, again, a five-point lead. This uh, last two-minute report, I feel like, is going to be pretty interesting. It seemed like the baseline ref tonight was doing his best (laughs) Ray Charles impression. Okay. Like... It's just, just bad. He just he. It just didn't seem like he could see anything. Steve Clifford walked right up to him after Evan yeah. got mugged and is is berating him, saying that's a that foul. Was that's a foul because it was a foul. And he just shakes his head, goes nope, and walked away. Nope. It wasn't anything. So we'll see what goes on with with the the last two minute report of this game. So once again, the Orlando Magic close this game out one seventeen to one twelve. We end up going 3-1 and one in this last week once again. Now we've got that eighth seed of the Eastern Conference back. Once again, half game above the Hornets. Well, looking to next week, especially tomorrow, once again, the Magic have the Cavaliers. I think we're playing in Cleveland. Yeah, okay. Kevin Love might or might th- not be I coming back. I think he's back. playing. He might be playing. He might be making his return, but... The Cavaliers, they come into this game. Their record right now is fifteen and forty-eight. We can't look at this like we're playing a fifteen and forty-eight team. We need to come into this game like we're playing the Warriors, like we're playing the Raptors, the Bucks, the it, Pacers. Yeah. Especially if we're trying to stay in the playoff hunt, um, we can't be losing to you know Cleveland. Absolutely. After that, coming up on Tuesday, we're headed to Philly to take on the Seventy Sixers, who may that's or may going to be a tough not. Game you know, be with Joel Embiid. He's been nursing a knee injury. Then on Friday, the Mavericks come to town to take on our beloved Orlando Magic, Luka Doncic, and uh, who else do they have now after that trade, that Porzingis trade? I mean, they still have Dirk. Yeah, they still <laughs> they still have Dirk. They still have Dirk. He that's still hasn't come right out now. and say that he's actually retiring, but everybody's that's treating him yeah, like he's Yeah, that's something I, I found weird that they, yeah. like, Adam Silver had him, had Dirk and Wade in the, the All-Star game. And, you know, Dirk hasn't said he was going to yeah, retire. Yeah, it's all great. Wade has. It's all great that you brought Dwayne Wade. The guy's been 
going on a retirement tour. You ain't Kobe. They don't love you like that. <laughs> I still think that's the funniest thing that Draymond's ever. I don't like Draymond just because I just don't like Draymond. Yeah. Um, but that's one of the funniest things I've ever heard is that he said that to, to Paul Pierce. <laughs> um, but yeah, Dwayne's been going on this like goodbye farewell tour, and Dirk's just like, "Hey guys, if, um, you know, I'm still here." <laughs> yeah. But they, if I'm Dirk, I'd probably stay for another year or two. See what happens. Just with to Chris see what Stapps happens. And, yeah. And Doncic when he comes back. So then we wrap up next Sunday, taking on the Grizzlies. Once again, a lower tier team, but we just got to come out, treat it like it's. Let's just treat every single game like we're playing Golden State. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, we want to make sure that we're staying consistent too, not taking games off, making sure that we stay that we stay in the playoff hunt, but we can also move up. We're not too far away from Brooklyn. I think it was three games before tonight's game mm-hmm. that we were behind Brooklyn for that number six spot. We just got to keep pushing, keep grinding. There's not too many games left. 18? 18 yeah, 18 games, games. Left. We just did five or four, four this week. So right now we are actually a game and a half behind Brooklyn and Detroit. Want to look through the the NBA scores for the night here. Yeah, the the Nets got blown out by the Heat 88 to 117. So where does that put Miami? So Miami, I think I believe they're out of the playoffs right now if I pull up the standings here. Yeah, Miami is one full game behind us and we are looking here Charlotte is not behind us in games back. They're behind us in win percentage. So they are .001 winning percentage behind us. So right now we have that tiebreaker. So it goes Brooklyn number six? Brooklyn, Detroit, Orlando. Okay. Right now in the standings. So that's a look ahead to next week. Last thing that I, I wanted to, to, to bring up here, just because it's, it's kind of nothing, probably nothing, but it's it's kind of interesting. So... David Bauman with 407 Area Sports was the first person that I saw to tweet this out the other day. So Autostats, this is a, a newly acquired property that the, the, the Magic have exclusive access to patented AI and computer vision technology to analyze collegiate players to improve evaluations and decisions for the NBA draft. So basically, the Magic have exclusive rights. They're the only team in the NBA right now that... They take this software and it basically gives all this in-depth analysis for every game that a collegiate player has played. Jeff Weltman's quote says, Now instead of taking data from a handful of games, we will be able to make our draft decision with data from every collegiate game a potential draft pick has played. So I don't really know how much of a of a difference that's going to make, but the technology at least seems pretty cool. Yeah, and you know... We're the one team that has it right now. We're the only team in the We're NBA the only right team now. That so has it, give, it, so you, you it gives us a little bit of an advantage. You can yeah. take an advantage, you know, any anywhere that you c- can. Exactly. So. I think that's going to wrap us up for tonight. Then, Will, looking ahead to next week, once again, we've got the Cavs, the 76ers, the Mavs, and the Grizzlies coming up. Awesome. What do you think? You know, our record's going to be for next week. Let's see. Cavs. I say I say we we can go four and zero. We can go four and zero. I definitely think Joel, if he's in or out, that's going to make a big difference. Yeah, we definitely need I to feel go going into that game. Definitely need but to go I three def- and one. If if we play the way we did in three of these four games this week, I definitely think we have a chance to go four and zero. Well, we just beat the defending champions, so if we can beat them, we should be able to beat we anybody. We should be able to beat anybody. So we don't care if they didn't have Kevin Durant. 
yeah, we don't care that Toronto didn't have, you know, Kawhi, Kawhi. or that Milwaukee tonight, didn't have Giannis. The Pacers didn't have Oladipo. Victor Oladipo. It's okay. You guys, still better all these them. teams can just sit their best players when we come to town. We just want to make the playoffs. Yeah. So, once again, guys, this has been the Six Man Show. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening to The Six Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!